0: Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, here's your host, Patricia Raskin.
1: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome. Uh, Are a lot of you being thrown off balance right now with everything going on in the world, and you feel like you need a lifeline of some sort? Uh, well, we have someone today who will really help you, help you look at that, and look at how can you be more steady in the midst of the chaos. My guest is Barbara Bijou. She is an interfaith minister, motivational speaker, life strategy coach through rituals. Her abiding passion has been to adapt ancient rituals to current times into a practice that she calls Ritual Fusion. And she integrates the wisdom of different ceremonies, experiences, and practices to help us in today's world. And she's the author of the book, The Joy of Ritual. She also blogs for the Huffington Post and Body, A Mind Body Green. Welcome, Barbara.
2: Oh, it's such a pleasure, Patricia. Always is.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Great to have you on. Now, I know you also do a lot of television, and your website is jam-packed with uh, a lot of visuals, a lot of videos that you've done that can help people as well.
2: Yeah, I love doing videos to give people practical solutions, so that's why BarbaraBijoux.com, my website, for me, is just, you know, like coming to, I call it Transform Today TV, so it's just quick little things that you can do to move you forward
1: wonderful tell us um, what would be the first thing you would advise in terms of this I feel like right now well with our government our administration just life in general there's a lot of roller coaster effect one minute you're up one minute you're down you're told yes then you're told no and it's it's very confusing and and it, it creates a feeling where you don't feel steady or balanced because you don't know what's going to happen next how can how right. Give us some advice.
2: Well, I think the first thing, and I heard Joe Weston talk about this the other day. He talks about respectful confrontation. He was saying how, you know, the bottom line is we're not listening and we're not breathing. So every time you hear something... You need to stop and take a breath because you're being hijacked. you know we all know yeah. this. this is not anything new. Um, however, for those who don't totally understand it, every time your body perceives danger, which now it's doing twenty four seven you know we are hijacked by our emotional brain and the brain and the body's pumping out all these stress hormones, mm. and then it makes it harder for us to stay balanced so the simplest thing to do is really take deep breaths, especially if you're hearing something that you could feel reactive about. Just stop for a minute. I also Mm -hmm. recommend, and this is not anything new, but I think it's very um, appropriate that we stop being so addicted to the news cycle. You know, people are addicted. It's like they can't move, you know, without getting uh, um, alerts Mm 24-7, and it's Mm -hmm. terrible for the... Nerv- yeah. Nervous system. Yeah,
1: and you can get addicted to that. I mean, mm. I saw it. I saw it during the election. It was like I was glued. And I'm not. I'm not necessarily politically oriented, but it it does. It captivates you in sure. an odd way.
2: It's yeah. good TV. You're, it's like addicted to intensity. Yeah. I think that's the biggest addiction right now. It's the mm. intensity ad- addiction. So how can you find that in other ways that are healthier? than, you know, going up and down, like, oh, my God, what what did he do now? What you know, did he say now? You know, you know
1: I want to bring that up because I think that's a wise, very wise, and I have noticed it in my own life where I've often had drama, and I don't have that as much now. I mean, I'm moving ahead, but it's not with this crazy drama that I once had. And it, it I think it can be addictive, and I think sometimes we think we're not moving because it's more steady and it's directed and it's without all this craziness around us without all this as you said intensity and excitement so you mm-hmm. think oh am i am i dying what's happening mm-hmm. and I, i'd love mm-hmm. you to talk about that cuz i've seen it in my own life where i'm thinking maybe you know maybe i'm maybe i'm not moving and yet i look around me and everything i'm doing is moving forward
2: right but it's
1: it's without all the craziness
2: Right. I mean, as I you know, I really do think we're in an addictive society, and, you know, I was right there with you watching during the whole campaign. It it was very challenging to say, I'm turning this off. I'm not going to listen to this. Um, The thing is, most change, as you know, is pretty subtle. And we sometimes need the drama just to say, okay, we're on the right track. It's almost like the universe wants to prove to us it's working. Um, But in general, you don't get that all the time. You can't live in that space. You need to be in a more centered. Think of a kid's um, playground. You know those things that swirl around on a playground that kids Mm -hmm. get on or you go to an amusement park? You have Mm -hmm. to be in the center to not get dizzy and most of us are living on the outer edge not in the center anymore Mm -hmm. and we're not used to it so we're hearing things that are subtle and we're not it's not resonating as progress the only thing that's resonating as progress is the drama so we have to retrain ourselves to look at what does something mean and Mm. calm slow steady can mean progress. It doesn't mean we're stuck and we're not moving fast enough. So we have to mm. redefine the meaning we give to things. I think that's the biggest thing.
1: Hmm. Just give us an example, Barbara.
2: Well, you know, you can watch something and you go, oh, my God, it's all, everything is falling apart right. or, um, you know, nothing is going to work anymore. Or you can just look and say, wait a minute, this is not working We need to put in a correction here or this person is really um, trying to, you know, entice me into their way of thinking. So they're raising their voice versus, oh, they're just trying to bully me. You know, you could say maybe this is the only way they know how to talk. So Mm
3: -hmm.
2: when I look sometimes, especially as politicians, because that's the perfect example right now, Um, they're trying to get their point across so strongly that they don't really have a lot of emotional awareness, so they don't always know how it's going to be heard. They think Mm -hmm. there's only one way to get the point across, and thats we all know that's not true. Mm -hmm. So when I watch someone lately, I'm trying to listen for the comprehension, for the content, not to -hmm. judge them on how they're saying it, and it's a challenge at times but you get less yeah. reactive when you try to listen for the content and not mm-hmm. the way they're saying it.
1: Mm. But what are some things that people can do when they are just overwhelmed? You know, I mean, you're watching something on television and you've just talked with somebody and you, you feel like your head is swirling and mm-hmm. you can't really feel, what can you, should you go outside? Should you breathe? Should you do a chant? What do you think?
2: Well, I think there are different things you do in different situations. If I'm in the middle of a business meeting, I'm not going to start chanting. Um, right. If I'm home, I might take out a plate and smash it just because it makes me, you know, feel good and I release energy. So you need like a toolbox of things. So, for example, you're with other people. Um, I have a technique that I use all the time, and we might have talked about it at some time. You make circles in the palm of your hand while counting silently to yourself. And I've taught this to thousands of business people because you can use this in a business meeting. So suddenly you're feeling reactive just under the table. No one could see you. Start making circles in the palm of your hand and count with something like, I like to do nines because I find... The more complicated, the faster it works. So you just start going 9, 18, 27, 36, 45, 54, 63, 72, 81, 90. And that's really all you need is to regulate that emotional hijacking. Hmm. Very simple. Why do you think that works? It works for two reasons. When you're under stress, the blood is draining from your extremities. That's why your hands and feet get cold. So the Mm -hmm. rubbing of the making circles in the palm is bringing the heat back. Number two, the counting accesses the prefrontal cortex, which is the rational part of the brain. So you don't allow that emotional brain to take over. You know, we have more than one brain. There's an emotional brain. We have a prefrontal cortex, a more rational brain. We have a heart brain. And all of them have different functions. But the emotional brain is the kind of um, ancient brain that under stress gets activated, and that's the one we need to calm down. It's like a two-year-old having a fit. You need to find ways mm-hmm. to calm him or her down. So that's a very quick way to do it. That's actually one of my all-time favorites. Um, mm-hmm. The other is, like I said, if I'm alone, I lo- for me, I write things down and burn it or I take a plate and literally smash it. You know, something physical for me works. Um, you could mm-hmm. sort of have a, a hissy fit and just... Scream around like a two-year-old having a tantrum, but this is all stuff when you're alone. You wouldn't necessarily do that with people. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, taking a deep breath always helps mm-hmm. and getting up and moving.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, what it, for me, it's exercise. I will go to the gym and get in the pool, and it's amazing. Right. It'll like it'll it'll dissipate. It'll just dissipate. But if you
2: don't have time to go to the pool, you can just get up and walk around the block or just walk around your house or your apartment, and that can be enough sometimes, too, just to re-regulate the brain, Mm -hmm. physically moving, get out, you know, don't sit and watch something, get up and move.
1: Yeah. All right. Now, I want to, before we go to break, I just want to let people know about your book, which is called The Joy of Ritual. It's Spiritual Recipes to Celebrate Milestones, ease Transitions, and Make Every Day Sacred. And so there are rituals in here for everything. Birthdays, um, anniversaries, right, um, weddings, so many. Clearing out the past, releasing old relationships. There's a lot. So it's a beautiful book. And you can get that on Barbara's website, barberbijou.com, B-I-Z-I-O-U.com. Right?
2: Yes, you can, and also at Amazon.
1: Okay. All right. And um, when we come back, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'm going to talk about um, creating abundance for okay. a lot of us. A lot of us, you know, money can be an issue or we're doing what we love. And, you know, the saying is do what you love and the money will follow. Well, sometimes that doesn't happen right away. So how do you bring more abundance in? And one of the things Barbara does is work with that. And she has a tremendous a meditation and chant around that that I actually use. So right after the break, I'm going to talk about that. And I'm also going to talk about the visualization that I do around that that has uh, really helped me. So thank you, Barbara. Oh, thank you. I can't wait to
2: hear what you're doing.
1: <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to take a break. My guest is Barbara Bijoux. Her book is The Joy of Ritual. And again, Barbara is an interfaith minister, motivational speaker, life strategy coach through Rituals. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. And we're also on iTunes, so check out the Apple iTunes because the show also is there. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
4: Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com.
3: Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors, but we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
4: Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: not just outwardly, but inwardly first, because it all starts on the inside, Well, you've come to the right place. My guest is Barbara Bijou. She's an interfaith minister, motivational speaker, life strategy coach through rituals. And she's the author of the book, The Joy of Ritual. She has her own channel called Transform Today, TV, and you can log on to her website, which is barbabijou.com, B-I-Z-I-O-U.com. She's been on many of the major talk shows and lives in New York and um, really um, walks for talk. She does lots of workshops throughout the year for women and beautiful ritual workshops as well, and that's all on her website. So welcome back, Barbara. Thank you. Okay. So at the beginning of the year, you put out this wonderful 12-day intention um, ritual or exercise. So every day, right. we would get uh, we would get a, an email, and it would be about maybe four minutes, five minutes of something you could do. One day it was balance, the next day it was creativity. Well, one of the ways, one of my favorite ones was intention day three, which is bringing more abundance into your life. So you do this incredible chant called Om Breezy Namaha. Right. And so I do that with you. I want you to know you're with me every morning, Barbara. <laughs> so I do this chant and but what I did is I created this amazing visualization around it it's really it is really something and then I had someone else tell me that now what I need to do is add all the senses to it so that as I see it I feel it taste it touch it and hear it so
2: here's
1: yeah so here's what I have so what I do is I see money bills just bills pouring down from the heavens. And as they're pouring down, these angels, all these thousands of angels are coming down and they're all grabbing these dollars or these these bills. And below is this beautiful white, it's like a white tank, like a white translucent tank. Okay, and it's divided in half. And so what's happening is these angels are bringing these dollars down and on the left side, when they put the dollars in, they go into the tank and they transform like from and I started this morning I decided to use honey because I'm a bumble the bumblebees my symbol so they mm-hmm. go from like liquid honey and now they become gold and on one side is a big thick block of gold but it's not so hard it could be you could you could mold it if you wanted and then on the right side to that still in that same compartment is gold that moves up and down. So it fluctuates. So that then is the money. It's the gold that's always there. It's either there's one piece that's always there, steady, and another piece that moves up and down. Okay, now we have the right side. So on the right side, there are it's there is a part that's black, and that's debt. And so what happens is the angels then come, the same money comes down with this other group of angels on the other side of the tank. And as they drop in the money, right, the black turns translucent into like white and translucent and what happens is all these cards or all these little piles that were black are now translucent and so they're there like holes that are all almost like opalescent if you will. So on the left of the tank is gold that's steady and gold that fluctuates and on the right are these cards or places where money was borrowed from, whether it's an account or a card, that is all like open and empty and translucent. And that's what it looks like, and that's what I see every day.
2: Wow. So does the, quote, a place where you owe money gets smaller and smaller every day?
1: Well, when I look at it,
2: it's uh, no, every
1: day that I look at it, it becomes translucent completely. It doesn't go down. It's like when the angels come in and bring the bills down, the black just goes down, 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 down until there's nothing. So every day that I do it, I don't see any black anymore. I see it higher up, and then it goes to zero.
2: That's amazing. And you know what else is amazing is in traditional rituals around the world that are done to the goddess Lakshmi, who's goddess of abundance, you always envision gold because oh. gold has the quality of true abundance. In fact, as you could probably even Google it, there are, quote, images of money trees, and mm. they're usually gold. So that when you breathe in the energy of gold, or if you wanted to have an altar and you put something gold on it, you know, um, it just also resonates, at that frequency of true abundance. So it's wonderful mm, and I, that you have all the gold. The, I love it. Yeah, and,
1: and I didn't do that. And I like I like the right side because I want mm-hmm. to be reminded there is black there right now. But by the time the angels come down with the bills, so that it's very important to me that there's nothing on that side. There's no nothing owed. And it's important to me that there's gold on the left. Both sides mm-hmm. are important to me.
2: Mhm. And what's really interesting, it's what we talked about before. It's like, remember you said how do you change the meaning of things? So you've totally changed the meaning of owing money by your visualization.
1: Interesting.
2: You've totally changed it and you're teaching your brain to look at it in a different way. Yes. Because, right.
1: Yeah, well, that's helpful. And and I'm not, I don't think I'm there yet. I mean, in my own life, because it bothers me if I have debt. But Mm -hmm. the more I do that, the easier I feel. And right, the more yeah.
2: you bless it, and, you know, that's, again, an, another ritual that when you're paying your bills to really watch any yes. event you have it's like, oh, I owe Con Ed or I have to pay this or uh-huh. Macy's. It's just bless it for whatever it gave you and now open this, up that channel of giving yeah, and receiving.
1: That's very interesting you say that because I don't have that. I have the opposite. I'm, I always feel thrilled when I can pay my bills. I, I right. mean it's like yeah, I really do. It's like, oh thank you God, I, I don't owe this. I can pay it. Mm-hmm. So it yeah and I work at that. I work I mean for me I would rather I would rather borrow temporarily to pay someone. It's just how mm-hmm. I feel because that keeps mm-hmm. the money going. One more thing I want to tell you that someone else had said to me who's a teacher and I'd love you to comment on it is when I said told her this, she says, now you need to add, what are you tasting? What are you feeling? And I said, Well, what do you think? She said, Well, you could feel the angel wings, and then I thought, Well, yes, I could feel the gold. You know that kind of is pliable, almost like a mercury. You know, or I could, I could taste like uh, like raindrops. You know, very. Or I could, um, I can hear like um, like bills, like very light, like chimes, sort of. Mm-hmm. And I can uh, let's see, feel, hear, taste. Touch. I could. Touch, uh, touching the angel wings.
2: Right, or so you, know, you the, touch the and You already talked about honey too. You know that I it reminded t- you of honey. It could almost be like a liquid honey taste, exactly. As well, because you the, know, the more may you assemble. engage your senses, the more the brain reads it as real. And that's the part that people, you know, when they're doing visualizations, sometimes forget about. So what are the sounds and touches, uh, you know, what do you feel? What's the experience? So you're in that total, total experience of abundance. What does it feel like to be with all this abundance? You know, open-hearted, happy, you know, is, does it feel gentle? Is it expansive? It, all feels of that? Very,
1: yeah, it feels very free, mm-hmm. unencumbered, because mm-hmm. to me, to me, abundance and money is freedom. So that right. I, can, I can move freely and not have to say, oh, can I do this? Is it going to, I can just move freely. That mm-hmm. to me is what it is.
2: Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the dailiness of the rituals, when you do abundance rituals, you also need to start small. So you start by, you know, giving a gift. You know, we just finished Purim which is a yes. Jewish holiday, and yes. one of the things that I always loved about that holiday is you don't give, quote, charity. You give a gift. Right. There's a difference. So charity kind of assumes you're above somebody, whereas a gift is among equals. So mm. give a gift today, and it can be, you know, you're, you're at a Starbucks, buy somebody a free coffee or a chai tea or, you know, Mm -hmm. give them a gift of a smile. But be free with your gifts because that also is a way of being free and in abundance. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, they, it's funny you say that, because I, um, I was working with uh, a person who's a consultant, and he he was very happy to come over to my place and talk more about it. And I said to him, you know, of course, I'll pay you. As he was leaving, he said, no, 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 I'm not. A c-. And I was amazed. I was so taken aback that he didn't accept payment. And I wrote him a beautiful letter. And he just... And I've been doing this lately. You know, when people do that for me, and I've had it recently, and I write these letters of just tremendous appreciation, I find, and I'm not looking for this, Barbara, but I find that they're usually willing to give me more. And they'll Mm. say, oh, yes, and try this, or oh, yes, and I want you to talk to so-and-so. And And I'm not looking for that. But Mm -hmm. it must be something in that appreciation that I offered that makes them want to open up more.
2: Absolutely, it. it's because you're also saying, "I see you," and yes. how many times in life can you say that you're being seen? Really, mm. let's you know really look at it. How many times are people really seeing you? And by appreciating what they do on that level, you're saying, "I see you. You're important," mm. and that mm. is so important in in this world today. I think yeah. that's what's really one of the things that's missing tremendously. When you say that, yeah. you know, you talk about be, then people are, become more proactive, and you're not as reactive anymore. Because mm-hmm. if you think people really see you and you're sharing your gifts, then you're more likely to share more.
1: Yes, I noticed that, and again, I wasn't looking for it, you know, but I really, I was, I was really. Taken aback. I mean, he traveled an hour. He came here. He sat with me for an hour and a half in my assistant. He gave me incredible wisdom and advice. And he's just, he's almost like a little cosmic elf. I mean, he's got very unique qualities. You know, this is a guy without formal education who was doing so much in social media and radio. And, and he worked with the circus and he, he's, he's a volunteer firefighter. I mean, he just is out there you know, out there. And I admire that so much because he's not afraid and he was so free. There's like this wonderful freedom. And I thought, wow, you know, Mm -hmm. wow. It was Mm -hmm. really a gift to see that. You don't see that as much today.
2: No, but, you know, I have to say another thing, too, is that you can only see in another what's in yourself.
0: So the fact that you could
2: see it in him means that you really have it. And, it's Mm -hmm. you know, on another level, it's a spiritual teaching that you have that too. And this is a mirror from, you know, God from spirit mm. to show you that you do have that.
1: Thank you. It's and really it's a blessing. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to talk again to Barbara Bijou. She's with us for the whole hour. And we'll talk about some more rituals, things that you can do to help you, you know, not just stay calm in chaos, but also have joy. So my guest is Barbara Bijoux. Her book is The Joy of Ritual. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com and also on iTunes. are very excited about that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
4: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
3: What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on Voltcast, Illuminating Leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety.
0: You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show.
1: Well, hello everyone and welcome back. And for the whole hour, my guest is Barbara Bijoux. And her book is The Joy of Ritual. And Barbara is a minister. She's an interfaith minister, motivational speaker, life strategy coach through rituals. And her abiding passion has been to adapt ancient rituals to current times into a practice she calls ritual fusion. She's been on many television and radio programs, and she has written blogs for the Huffington Post and other publications. Welcome back, Barbara.
2: Oh, this is so great. This is a great ritual for me to talk to you.
1: All right, great.
2: Well, let's talk
1: about joy. Um, You know, a lot of people talk about happiness and joy. Um, But, you know, I don't think that's so easy today. I mean, I just wonder if we polled all the people, how many of them are really happy? How many Mm -hmm. of them really have joy?
2: Well, I think that you're going to find a small amount has it because they are so busy with all the things that don't bring them joy that they don't take time for the things that do bring them joy. Yes. I'm like always amazed at clients who are successful and have all these wonderful things. And you say, well, what are you doing for fun? And they look at you like, what? You know, yeah. oh, I am not. I don't have time for that. So yeah. we have to make a ritual so that you have time for fun. I mean, I noticed I was at a luncheon the other day to raise money for the Heart Association, and um my friend Agape Stephanopoulos um, was the keynote speaker, and she got on stage, and I love she does this all the time, and she started by putting on a piece of music and having everybody stand up and dance for three minutes, mm. you know, and all of a sudden here you have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people in a room who are, quote, being very professional whenever, are just shaking it up and laughing, and, you know, they're just happy. Mm -hmm. So, and it took three minutes. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to find, we all have to find things that will bring more joy, and I think we have to structure it. You can't just count on it happening anymore. Um, You're being bombarded by the opposite too much. So, you know, is it dancing that brings you joy? I mean, in my workshops especially, I do new moon rituals all the time. I always add something that's almost like a craft, like Play-Doh or making something, because it makes people happy. You know, I once gave a client finger paints, and I said, go ahead, just go for it. You know, and she just started to laugh, because she was a very successful executive, and she was used to doing everything know, within the lines, so to speak, Mm -hmm. and here she is, Mm -hmm. finger painting, and it just made her happy, so Mm -hmm. we have to let that young, happy kid out, and take your kid to a toy store, take them out to a a playground, or go watch an animated movie, you know, something, and Mm -hmm. you have to do it very ritualistic, otherwise you're not going to do it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for me, a lot of times, watching special movies, movies that really have meaning, uh, give me a lot of pleasure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And,
1: um, you know, particularly a lot of them recently, you know, that like were in, yeah, in the contenders for the Oscars in mm-hmm. 2017. I found them to be very meaningful, educational, and, and inspirational. inspirational. And I
2: think inspirational, though, and meaningful isn't always joyful. So, mm. you know, I think... We do need to do inspirational, we do need to do meaningful, and we need things that you're just doing because it makes you happy. You know, whether it's, you know, we talked about smelling, tasting, citrus makes you happy, apples, um, not apples, oranges, um, grapefruit, the smell of it, lemons, um, vanilla, That they're all happy smells. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want to smell happy things. Orange is the happy color. You know, wear mm-hmm. something orange, look at something. I bought some orange chairs for my living room, and every time I look at it, I smile. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. You know, flowers or a plant you I was going to say, you for me, it's flowers. Yeah, mm-hmm. flowers. I
1: buy flowers every week, and they make me well, happy. But that's happy
2: food. And it doesn't have to be bad food. You know, most people Mm -hmm. associate happy food with it's bad for you. That's not true either. Um, Mm -hmm. But to really be in the moment of enjoying and not so far in the back or the front or the past or the future, just Mm. to enjoy, you know, whether it's a warm bath or a song Mm -hmm. or a sunset, anything. We have to get back into the habit of giving ourselves permission to take time for joy. Yeah,
1: and, and in some cultures, that's, that's taught, isn't it? In some cultures.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not in ours, I would say.
2: Not but as in much. S- I mean, a lot of cultures, you know, eating is a joyful experience. You don't mm-hmm. talk about business, you just enjoy your food. And mm-hmm. we're so used to eating over lunch or over meals and working over it that we, that's sure. also lost a lot of the meaning. You know, put mm-hmm. your cell phone down when you're having a meal with a friend. You know, turn off your computer for three minutes, whatever it is, just to really enjoy it.
3: Mm-hmm. Very true.
1: In your book, you talk about bedtime rituals.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, for some people, uh, going to sleep is hard.
2: Or, I would say uh, for the majority of people, especially in the United States, we have so many sleep issues People do not sleep enough, and when you don't sleep enough, it affects everything from your metabolism and your weight to your ability to remember things, your memory, um, and you're tired, and then you get cranky. So it's important to find ways that you make going to bed a ritual of peace, of relaxing. And give one us, of the give things us some. <laughs> yeah,
1: tell us one of them.
2: Well, one of them is to make sure that if you, and because some people, you know, have a living and working space, so just assume you don't have a private bedroom, for example, you have to cover your electronic devices, because whether you realize it or not, the rays that emanate keep you from sleeping. Um, Number two, do not use a smartphone or a tablet or anything at least a half an hour before you go to bed. Again, it will keep you up. Um, Mm. You want the room to be conducive to sleep and rest, so put all your work things away so you're not distracted. One of the rituals I like to do, actually, is to write down anything that concerns you right before you go to bed and then rip it up. So it's almost like, you know, you're just getting it out of your brain. So your brain can mm. just relax.
1: I never thought of that. It's a good one.
2: You know, because we're so worried. Oh, what are we going to do tomorrow? What are we going to do next week? And if you actually can write it down, then it leaves, at least for a moment. And you have some time to go to sleep. Mm. Aromatherapy. Um, lavender is probably the number one used for sleep. Um, Melissa, chamomile, all of those are really calming before you go to bed. And make sure that you like your bed. You know, is it comfortable? Do you like the sheets? I know this sounds funny in a way, but you want to be in a place that it's welcoming. I love my sheets, and I'm always getting new sheets or a new pillow or things so that I'm comfortable in my space.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, I'd like you to address that for the people that think, this kind of taking care of ourself is self-indulgence. Please address mm. that, Barbara. You know, oh, getting a massage. Oh, buying extra sheets. You know, you don't need that. Isn't that self-indulgent? Please address okay. that.
2: So I don't think it's self-indulgent at all. Yes, if you're going to go buy $1,000 sheets every week, that could be self-indulgence. Right. But you can get sheets at a decent price, you know, that just make you feel happy. The key is, if you are not happy, if you don't take care of yourself, you have nothing left to give anybody else. Mm -hmm. So especially, I see this with parents all the time, who everything is about their kids and they don't take care of themselves. If they don't, they're not giving their kids 100%. It's 50%, 20%. So, you're not useful. You're not giving work your all if you're tired, if you're not thinking of you. It can't all be about other people. I was at a dinner the other night, and the woman who had the dinner, it was a big event. She had, you know, 30 people. Um, And at one point, I said to her, you know, I've never, I didn't see you eat one thing tonight. She goes, oh, no, no, I have to make sure everybody else gets fed and is taken care of. And I thought, that's not really good. You're going to get sick. You know, okay. you're not going to have energy. You're not talking to people. You're not interacting. We're missing you because you're so busy just focusing on everybody else. So mm. you do need to take care of yourself and give yourself. doesn't mean spend a lot of money. It just means make it nice. You can buy one pillow. You know, you can make sure that you change your sheets twice a week instead mm. of once a week. You know, it can be little things. It doesn't have to yeah. be connected to money. Yeah, that's but you really true. Even cleaning yourself. a
1: drawer, I have found cleaning out things makes me feel happy.
2: Mhm. Well, you're decluttering your life, and uh-huh. because one of the rituals, when you want to really, especially moving now into spring or you're moving into summer or fall or any season, that it's a very good thing to go around and throw stuff out. Um, I bet you most people in their medicine cabinet in their bathroom alone could find 20 or 30 things to throw out. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. um, women more than men probably because you have old nail polish from two years ago that's no longer good. You know, Mm -hmm. just get rid of things. Make space. And then whatever you focus on, that's the law of feng shui. Whatever you focus on, you bring into your life. That's the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. So if you're focusing on clutter and mess all the time, That's what you're going to bring into your life. So
3: true. But going to
2: bed, I want to just go back to it again, is so, so important to have nighttime rituals, to make sure that you really are, you know, whether it's a chant that you want to listen to. I have friends who listen to chants before they go to bed. Um, There's a finger hold exercise that I have on my website That's a good one to balance you and helps you get to bed. You know, anything that makes it a place that you're looking forward to go to and resting is really useful.
1: Hmm. All right, we're going to take a break. And when, when we come back, we're going to talk more to Barbara Bijou about rituals you can do to bring in so many things in your life that you want. And so we're going to talk more about that. Barbara Bijou is the author of The Joy of Rituals. She's an interfaith minister, motivational speaker, life strategy coach through rituals. She does all kinds of cross-cultural ceremonies, experiences, and practices. Go on to Barbara Bijou, barbarabijou.com. And you can see where her workshops and seminars and consultations are as well. All right. And when we come back, we'll talk um, a little bit about journals and about celebrating birthdays and how those things are really important. And we'll talk about other tools of the trade for rituals as well. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com. We'll be back with Barbara Bijou right after the break.
0: Second Wind Success, hosted by Gene Carino, is all about helping boomers catch their second wind in business and life. Most of us achieve our greatest success after the age of 50. Life has a learning curve with a few stumbling blocks along the way. As long as you stay committed to your vision and adapt along the way, you'll find the success you're looking for. Tune in to Second Wind Success every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety.
4: Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. And my guest for the whole hour is Barbara Bijou. Her book is The Joy of Ritual. Barbara is an interfaith minister, motivational speaker, life strategy coach through rituals. And she blogs for the Huffington Post, Mind, Body, Green. And she's also been on many radio and television programs. She's been an an actor. And she also has her own uh, TV channel on the Internet, and she calls it Transform Today TV. So take a look at all of that um, right here on her website, which is barbarebizou b i z i o u dot com. Welcome back, Barbara. Thank you. All right, let's talk about um, birthdays. I have an upcoming big milestone birthday coming up at the end of April. Yay! So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a big Time for one. Time
2: celebration. Really? Oh,
1: sh- right. Yeah, I am. I'm going to have a party. I am going to do that. So, um, yeah, so let's talk about uh, what, what you can do to really celebrate your birthday and bring in the kind of, uh, bring in what you want for the following year or the following several years.
2: Well, the first thing to know is that on your actual birthday, you have the most available energy to bring in changes. So you you are the most psychic. You have your intuition is at its peak and you really have an opportunity to just dive in and see what you want it to be about. So the first thing you want to do when you're celebrating a birthday is just to honor the year or the decade, whatever it is, depending on how big the birthday is, that has just passed. You know, what were the learnings? What was it about for you? Where are you in your life? And to know that you could constantly be sitting new goals and new energy. Um, Patricia, you know my mother, and my mother just turned 99, and the doctor calls her the youngest 99 he's ever met, and her yeah. best friend is 100, you know, yeah. and they are still setting goals for themselves. Now, their goals are very different. They're much more into gratitude and being in, in the moment. Obviously, health is a big one. But it's, it is important to honor yourself and to stop for that day and to really say, okay, how can I celebrate my life? Because it's part of the gratitude you were talking about that you give other people, like your mm-hmm. friend who is helping you. So mm-hmm. how do you give it to yourself? So you might want to invite people to come over and share and celebrate that with you, or you might want them to come over and help to kind of usher you into the next part of your life because we need support. I've said all along, 2017 is a year of finding your community, of belonging, and then taking action. And the best Mm. way to take action is if you have a supportive community who can help you do that.
1: Mm. So when you're celebrating or you're getting ready to celebrate Mm -hmm. are there specific things you should do the night before or
2: the day of well I personally my personal ritual around a birthday is to always take some time to be quiet and to meditate and to see truly what I call you know what wants to come in this year sometimes it's vague and sometimes it's very clear but what's the theme What is the theme of this new year that I'm entering into? What could it possibly look like? And how can I take the tools that I have to really expand what I want in my life? And how can I look at what's not serving me anymore and say goodbye? You know, what are the things you want to let go? And sometimes, depending on the age of a person, you know, you're letting go of youth. You're letting go of being single. You're letting go of being a parent. You know, it just depends on the stage of life where you are. What are you letting go of so that there's room for something new? Because if you don't let go, you don't have room for anything new. Mm. Part of you're clearing out the clutter. So what clutter has to be cleared out for this new energy to come in for you? Mm. And think big. You know, there's nothing wrong with thinking big, dreaming big. You can always do all the strategy after, but, you know, ask for what you really want.
1: And if it's better health or if it's a partner, I'm just thinking of the big things. Mm-hmm. Maybe a life partner, a love in your life, um, mm-hmm. a new job, new career, more more financial abundance, better health.
2: Right. So if, just for example, so just say one of the things that you really want you know, for your birthdays to bring in a partner, then I would also do something to acknowledge the fact that you already have a partner. Um, So, you know, if you're having breakfast that morning by yourself, set the table for two. Acknowledge Mm. that, you know, you're inviting in your partner and here's his place or her place at the table. Mm. So do something that you know really sets the tone for this person clear out a part of your closet so they have or you know some place in the bathroom where they could put a toothbrush buy another toothbrush so there's mm. an extra toothbrush for this partner who's coming into your life symbolically do something and it could be a small structured symbolic act that really sets the tone for the year for you
1: mm. Talk about results you've had with with students, clients, um, who've worked with you, who've done some of these rituals.
2: You know, I've been very blessed that I have students who, I mean, one student just called me because he was talking about the last year or so, and he's lost 40 pounds, and he just got his dream foundation going, it was a full page in the New York Times, and someone else was just got her dream job, and another one of my clients um, just had her first baby. So there's been, I'm very, very blessed to have people who are really doing the work, because I can give them the tools, but if they don't take them and use them, you know, it doesn't make any difference. But Mm -hmm. they're really opening up, and then there have been surprises of people who didn't expect, for example, their real goal was just to have more quote, work-life balance and have more of a freedom and fun in their life, and suddenly they're in a relationship or mm, they're suddenly they're traveling great. around the world and they didn't expect it. So you don't That's have great. to put exactly what you want as much as the essence of what you want. Mm-hmm. Right, the and feeling find, behind it. Yeah,
1: because, yeah, you know, as it. you know, I do right. a
2: lot of workshops and make vision collages for people, right. and they're always sharing with me how it's happened. I all can't right, believe this to, was online.
1: Yeah, All right, we're going to have to close. But Barbara Bijou, The Joy of Ritual, is her book. Log on to BarbaraBijou.com, b-i-z-i-o-u.com. Oh, it's a joy to have you on, Barbara.
2: Well, it's a joy, and I look forward to um, helping you with your birthday ritual.
1: Oh, thank you. All right, stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this hour. Again, log on to Barbabijou.com, B-I-Z-I-O-U, for wonderful rituals to bring joy into your life. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Remember, the show is also on iTunes. Log on to patriciaraskin.com. Uh, write to me at patricia at patriciaraskin.com, okay, and you I'll certainly uh, get, you, uh, get you on my mailing list. All right, bye for now, everyone.